And now just understanding how it has shaped my life has been life-changing. It's been life-changing on how it's helped shape my life and how it's helped me um, make decisions that are right for me and my family and my business. Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. If you have found me, you are a seeker of spiritual growth. I honor your journey. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, I am thrilled to have my guest, Lisa Hedrick. Lisa Hedrick is a luminary in her field. She is a student of mine and a good friend, the owner of Indigo Art and Indigo J Creatives. She uses her superpower of career experience and creative vision to help other business owners and entrepreneurs articulate and share their greatest marketing challenge. She has a thriving YouTube channel as well as Instagram, and you won't want to miss her Instagram stories. Lisa will share how developing and working with her intuition has changed her life. Lisa says, intuition was the missing piece. She now has greater clarity, focus, intention, and success in her life and her business. If you are looking for that missing piece and want to develop your intuition, connect with me for private coaching. I would love to be your guide. This coaching program can be anywhere in the world. Work with me virtually for more focus, more purpose, and more clarity. All the information will be below in the show notes. Now sit back and enjoy my guest, Lisa Hetrick, as we speak about intuition and success. Hey, Lisa, how are you today? Thanks for having me today. I'm excited. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast and to share you with all my listeners. I am really excited. So grateful that you asked me to be here today and hope that I can share some knowledge with everyone else to see if we can help some more people. So I love that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we are talking about intuition and how intuition has played a role in your life. Before we go there, I love to bring my guests back in time to their childhood and how you were brought up, either spiritual, religious, both. Just take us back a little bit. Sure. That's really cool. I haven't been asked that question in a long time. So I was brought up um, not with a specific religion. Um, my parents were very open, uh, often kind of called like hippie parents. So they were really spiritual. And, but as me and my brothers were growing up, they really just kind of helped let us kind of be seekers and decide which path we wanted to go down as far as like a, a formalized religion or how spiritual we wanted to be. So it was kind of interesting because for me, I was um, influenced by my aunt and my cousins who had gone to a Presbyterian church. So I was kind of like a church hopper when I was younger. I had gone to different churches and tried out, so to speak, different 
religions or different modes of spirituality uh, because I always felt like I was seeking. I was always looking for something, like looking for explanation or looking for something. So I think that those early experiences were really, really valuable now, like looking back on them. And I'm very grateful that my parents kind of didn't push us into one direction. They just kind of let us, me and my two brothers, very different, like find our own way. So it's kind of cool. That is really cool. And you know what? I haven't heard that lately. As of late, whenever I'm interviewing guests, majority of the guests have been brought up in a very institutional religion. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're one of the few that I hear that's kind of been the parents said, let us, you know, not do anything, let find your way. And there's no particular concrete way to believe or to have a belief system. So how cool are they to be that kind of hippie parent to find your way? Yeah, it was kind of cool. I mean, later on, uh, my husband and I, we were married in Methodist church. We belong to a Methodist church now. And I didn't get baptized till I was 30. You know, so there were some choices that I made later in life that spiritually fit me at at those times in my life. And I have introduced my children to Methodist um, church and we've done Sunday school and all of those things, but, you know, and things continue to evolve spiritually. So, yeah. I love it. So I want to share with the listeners, share a little bit about what you do and how you, I don't think I even know this and I I feel like Mm -hmm. I know you so well, but how you came about doing what you do and has as a creative and as artist and what led up to that? I don't, I don't think we've ever had that conversation. So I don't think we have. So I am, um, I own a company called Indigo J Creative. So I am a graphic designer by profession and illustrator and writer. So I've always had I've always had careers in creative in a creative environment, marketing, public relations, all those things. But as a child I was very very creative. So I had my hands in everything. So I was always a maker and seeking something now I can give context to it seeking a, a spirituality through making so I've always um, been able to like close my eyes and see things and see colors and and see how things um, evolve or how an illustration will work so I've always kind of been a very very creative person and it has just evolved over the years for me professionally and in my personal life and my business life um, into different kind of creative outlets as a career. So now um, I own Indigo J Creative, which has two components of the business. I have an art and illustration component of my business, and I have a marketing and marketing, advertising, and graphic design component of my business. And I let them both kind of cohabitate and mesh together because they both equally kind of integrate with each other. And it wasn't until the last few, maybe the last five years that I've really let them cohabitate together. Like one didn't have to be this way or this way, or it didn't have to be this business. And then that business was my side hustle, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Allowing them to kind of come together as being one whole creative umbrella. And these are the different things that I do has been a... Uh, a, a want a more joyful, blissful way to live and be a woman in business. 
I love that. That's a lot. (laughs) No, I love that. I absolutely love that. So if someone said to you, let's go back. Like if if someone said to you, what is intuition or do you have intuition? What would be your answer to that? Not now, not not now, because I know the answer to that now. Yeah, I would say that I have always felt something and I have my earliest recollections of feeling like I am an intuitive person start around seven or eight. Like I have always felt something like I could close my eyes. I could visualize things. I could see things. I could um, have a sense of when I walked into a room, even as a child, something not being right, or I could feel things that were going, energies that were going on in the room or with friends and things like that. So, you know, as a young child, you don't really understand all that. And, you know, as I've grown, as I've grown and I've gotten older and I have been through different stages of my life, I can, I know that that has always been a part of me. And I've always used that part of me to make decisions in life. Like, you know, when you say you have that gut feeling about something and you're afraid to make that like step forward, but you do it anyway, because you're like, I think there's going to be something on the other side. Let's just see what that is. That I didn't at those times in my life have context for what that was and the fact that it is quote unquote intuition. But now I have that clarity and understanding, but that has been with me since the beginning. And now just understanding how it has shaped my life has been life-changing. It's been life-changing on how it's helped shape my life and how it's helped me um, make decisions that are right for me and my family and my business. Um, that whole, I, I know that everyone, all of your listeners can relate to that, that the verbiage. I've got this gut feeling that something's going on. I've got this feeling or this doesn't feel right. Well, that's it. That's t- intuition. That's tapping into that energy and understanding uh, where to go with it. Like how, how can I take that energy, understand it, and how can I use it for my life? So, and that's where I am now. So it's kind of exciting. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a question. Going back, was it through trial and error that you, were there times that you did not listen to your gut? And can you, can you tell us a time about that, that you, you knew that you should (laughs) have, and then you didn't. Can you, can you think of a time and share it? Because a lot of what happens with a lot of listeners of intuition, people Mm -hmm. that listen about it or talk about it, they will say, I don't know if it's intuition or I didn't listen to my intuition, but the more it is through trial and error. So can you ex- maybe share a little bit of that, the, the trial and Absolutely. error? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's lots of different things that I can pinpoint like in my timeline of life. But one of the biggest things, and I'm going to like pull this back to being a woman owned business and a woman in business and um, being someone who's building a career. There was a time about now we're close to five years ago, like between four and five years ago, that I believed wholeheartedly that I needed to make a shift in my business 
and I needed to go in a different direction. So when you, you know, you're, you're moseying on down the yellow brick road and you're like, something is pulling at me to make a shift that I need to make a change. Am I going to go to the left? Am I going to go to the right? And I really want to explode it if I go this way. And at that time for me, it meant taking on partners and it meant, um, you know, diversifying my offerings and changing the way my business was working. Well, holy smokes. Okay, Tina. So stepping into that, A is brave, right? And I already knew that intuitively that was the right step to me. But stepping into the things that followed that, I was already getting red flags like along the way for a good year and a half. And I just ignored them and kept moving forward and saying, if I just get this client or if I just get past this little hump, everything will settle down. If I just get past this, everything will settle down. Well, guess what, people? It didn't settle down. No, of course not. So, um, and that was a hard lesson to learn. And that was a huge trial and error that ended it in the, the end result of that situation was a huge implosion of that business and that company and partnership and just a really hard thing happened, but a really good lesson learned and nothing was wasted during that experience. But even though I can go back now and look at it and say, oh, that was a red flag. Oh, I should have listened to myself when I was feeling. And for me, of course, there's tangible things that go wrong in instances like that. But for me, I was having increased stress. My digestive system was off. I was feeling like complete adrenal fatigue. Those friends were all huge red flags that your but my body was telling me something was wrong and I was ignoring it. And I was just, I just kept moving forward and just kept moving forward. But the lesson learned there was to be able to come through the other side because we always come through the other side, even though it feels like miserable experience coming out of it. Come through the other side, shift, refocus, get a good understanding of what had happened and start to listen, to start to use my intuition and my intuitive skills to shape everything now, to shape my whole life, to shape my whole business and to really help guide me in making choices. And I believe that's that situation needed to happen or for me to get to the other side and to get to this place. So, and there were other instances in my timeline where I, I can go back and say, oh yeah, I didn't listen to myself. And then that happened, like in relationships and things like that. So it's been extremely eye-opening, extremely eye-opening to me, the power of harnessing and understanding and listening to your intuition. So when we started, before we started working together and I'll share with the listeners. So Lisa has been a private client of mine. We've done intuition work together. We are doing a mentoring, Reiki mentorship together. What made you, since you had this idea of intuition, you were already guided by it. You were already implementing it into your life. What was the catalyst for you to 
you know, work with me and to, to coach with me and to learn intuition on a different different level? Like, what was it, or was there, again, what was that thing or push that said, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this with Tina. I want to do this coaching with Tina. It was not huge. everybody does it, you know, yeah. and everyone will say, oh, I have intuition, but I, you know, I don't need to develop it, right? No, it was huge. It was towards the end of of 2018. And I heard you on a podcast, on Jodi Agard's podcast. And so I was listening to you on a podcast talking about... Um, Talking about the C's, right? Clairvoyance and talking oh, about right. we were you know, we were on her we were on her live. That's right. Yes, we were on her Facebook, on live. Facebook live. Yes, yes, yes. So I was listening to it and you you were making these statements about um the Claire's. And I was like, I, I feel that. I feel that. I have felt like and it just kind of was the universe saying, um, hello, Lisa. We've been trying to send you these messages for like six years or longer. And I finally got through. And then and then I immediately had I, I know I direct messaged you. I said about that podcast. And I immediately felt some clarity. I knew that at the end of last year that I really wanted to focus 2019 on alignment, which meant um, getting my mind, you know, the whole person aligned because at different points in my business and my family life and my professional life, things were out of alignment. Like I could have good health, but my, I had brain fog or I could have no brain fog and I felt really good, but then some parts of my health weren't great. And so I knew that this year was like, all of it is connected. I needed to take the time to get it aligned. And this was the last thing that I felt needed to come into alignment coming off of the uh, business partnership issue coming off of transitions in my business life, professional life, my kids getting older, all of those seasons of life things I needed. And your podcast just kind of, it just hit me in the face. I'm like, I've had all of these, I've had the tools for all my whole life. I just used, didn't use them all in connection with each other. So starting work with you gave me clarity and gave me context around all of the things that were happening that I just wasn't using them all together in conjunction. So now we're making those connections and the fact that they're all working in conjunction with each other has been super duper changing. Like it's been life changing in my personal life, in my professional life in my mental health, in all the things that you want to align to have a more joy-filled life. So it was, I believe that day when the podcast was on, I was like, okay, that was the universe saying, are you going to listen to me now? Are you going to listen (laughs) now? Right? Or are you just going to hear a part of it? So, and that's kind of how it all got started. And then you gave me through all of uh, all the steps and the, the intuitive work that we've been doing, you gave me context around all of it and around understanding this, the signs and understanding and being able to utilize that for your life. And you so, spoke a yeah. lot about, mm-hmm. thank you. And you spoke a lot about, I remember saying that it was a language. So it was a context, yeah. it was a language. It was having these things that were 
just outside of ourselves, like you have this intuition and you kind of know, but you're not sure the language and then putting it all together. And I believe even on that Facebook Live with Jody, I spoke about where do you feel it? And you are a feeler. You're very clairsentient. You're also very visual, very clairvoyant, which we know. Yes. So as a as a woman, right, running a business, right? Because this is there's going to be a lot of women that listen to the show. And I know there's so much because our business is not disconnected from our personal life. But yeah. how on a day-to-day basis do you apply intuition to your business? You've kind of talked about it, but you know, is it, do you have to say, oh, I have to turn this on or is it always there? Or do you forget what, what's your, how has it affected your business since we have really tapped into and you've tapped into your intuition? It's been huge because I have had, uh, from a business perspective, I've had all of the things lined up, like, you know, all the different revenue streams. I know how to do the marketing channels, all the things that you need to do for your business. But what was missing was uh, the sort of like the surrendering, like, okay, I have done all of these things. I know that I just need to keep showing up and doing these things and surrender to that process and let things go and let them come back. So understanding the flow, right? Understanding the flow better and getting my head wrapped around the money story too of how that works and how everything is an energy. So if you're putting good energy into it, it's going to come back. And so that was huge for me because in my entire professional life, it has been drilled into the female head, do more with less, do it like 300% better than anybody else, kill yourself in the process, so to speak, right? (laughs) Yes. Right? Do more. So shifting that, shifting that, um, that, old story into no, no, it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, Very focused, can be very concentrated on what I do. Understand what the outcome can be, but don't focus on the outcome. And usually focusing on the outcome for us means like, how much money am I going to make off that? Well, here's my potential, but let's do all the steps and let's show up. And then we have to surrender a little bit to that process let it be out there and breathe and then watch it come back. Whereas, you know, in the past, especially for my two components of my business, it would be like, I got to be this way in this part of my business. And I got to be this way in this part of my business. And now I'm like, no, I am this way. This is how I operate my business in very intuitively Um, and it all cohabitates together and they're all part of one thing coming in. But what it is, is an absolute energy. Everything is an energy. And what the energy that I put forth sets the pace for it. So for me, it has been a complete shift in really looking at things in 24-hour compartments, right? And how it shifts my day-to-day means, okay, our lists for our businesses and for our professional life and business life or personal life are sky high long. They're always going to be like, you know, pages deep. But that's just not a tangible thing to deal with in a day. So it's like, okay, where can I put my best? 
what three things or two things am I going to focus on today? And I'm going to block my time. And I may not get that projects from start to finish, but I'm going to make progress. And then a little bit of progress here. And then a little bit of progress the next day. And then a little bit of progress the next day. For me, that's always... That is a huge shift in my professional life. If I've been um, asked to work on a project, often I would sit there and be like, okay, I'm just going to start and I'm not going to get up until it's done. And that is not good. That is not good. And I've learned that like over, over my time where I have not um, listened to my body during that process, that that's not good. That doesn't serve me. So now, you know, focusing on how I approach my day and how I'm going to approach the people that are in my day that may trigger me, you know, trigger feelings of anger or trigger feelings of like, I want to roll my eyes all day long, you know, those kinds of things, how I can um, set some boundaries around my relationships and still do good work that I feel good about. So I approach things very, very differently now and very differently on how I take on clients too. So, um, it's definitely going through a different lens where it's I love that. not I a love lens that. of, yeah, it's coming through a different lens, not a lens of scarcity. Like I got to take on this job. I, I really don't like them or what they do, but Hey, they're going to pay me a lot. Well, no, that, you know, try to set the money stuff apart, try to really identify if that relationship is going to be a good working relationship. If it isn't, if I can't say a hell yes to it, then it's going to be, someone else's hell yes, right? And it's just not mine. So um, that has been key. Understanding the flow of life and your day and understanding how all of these components are just a part of you. They're not all of you. They're not the end all be all. So, I love that. Yeah. So a lot of the work that we've done is establishing a daily spiritual routine. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share with your list with my listeners, the listeners, yes. what your routine is? And so a lot of you have heard me talk about this. This is a key proponent in developing your intuition, staying connected, centered, and just having a very purposeful, intentional life. Would you share? Actually, let's share what you had before we met, before we worked together. And even if it's the same, but maybe it's a different way about it and, and what you do now. And, and you know, I would love for you to share that. It's interesting. So before we started our work together, it was um, intentional, but maybe a little less focused. So I, have, I started to do meditation probably about five years ago as a means for bringing down my level of stress. So it would be, I would really be focusing on that and that level of stress and trying to do that as a self-care kind of thing. But the medit- my meditations have gotten um, different over time. And that's, so when we came together, there was definitely a lot more intention brought into it and how I wanted to kind of focus that time and how I wanted to tap into the energy of intuition and uh, understand how to use that so that I could have a better day, you know, and have better 
experiences throughout my day. So my practice might be a little bit different every day. And sometimes on the weekend, it's a little bit different. But I definitely, it starts before I even get out of bed. So when I wake up, and it takes me a little while to wake up. Um, When I wake up, um, one of the first things I say to myself before I even feet even hit the floor is light above me, light below me, light beside me, light all around me. So I try to start my day in grace immediately. So I just, and then I think of the things that I'm grateful for before my feet even hit the floor. And then, you know, they hit the floor, you start doing all your things. But before you really, really get started with my day, I will sit um, in meditate. I will get quiet, sit in meditation. I usually have my gratitude journal. I'll start there first. And I will um, journal a little bit, just kind of reflect on if I had a dream or reflect on things that have happened in my dreams or reflect on things that I might have woken up feeling. And then set, for me, that's setting good in, good intentions for the day. And then I will... Um, then I will move into now Reiki. So I move into working my energy for the day and um, walking through all of those different steps through that process. So the whole process is like, you know, like about an hour. Sometimes it's a little bit shorter, but starting that my day that way sets a better pace for me throughout my day. And throughout my day, I will pause. I may get a major... If I have a heavy duty, like sit at my computer kind of day working, I will pause and get up and move. And then I will have uh, little moments, little meditative moments throughout my day that just kind of help reconnect and reshift um, my day. But having this practice is extremely valuable to me because it sets the pace for a wonderful um, intention-filled day. So, yeah. Yeah, I love it. So just so you guys know, so Lisa worked with me. We did we did intuitive coaching. We did two rounds of, I think, of intuitive coaching. And then she said, what's next? What's our next step? Okay. And the next step truly for her was the Reiki work. The Reiki work comes and it solidifies as a Reiki master teacher, it solidifies the work of the intuitive work. It brings it together. It meshes it together. And so what she's talking about is beyond the, the in the morning spiritual practice is running her energy. Uh, she's Reiki 1 certified, soon to be Reiki 2 certified, running her own energy, connecting with that energy, allowing that energy to flow through her from a very universal flow source. And so it's brought everything together for her because now there's an understanding of we are energy, people are of energy and how we can use that energy to run our own energy and to clear space and people and situations. So we started with the intuition, we worked with that and then we kind of, it was just, it was the next step for her. And it's, it's been beautiful as her teacher to see her because she's allowing this into her life and then applying it to every part of her life, not just her personal life and not just her business, because we all know as women, we're all, well, all of us, we're connected. So I've seen this, a beautiful emergence, like as she, just like she creates and draws these beautiful flowers, she's been blossoming. And I've seen such a difference in her energy and her focus. And, and, and also, cause you've shared that with me too. So it's been, it's been a great blossoming. 
Yes. It's been, it it has been, it's been great again. And it is the missing piece that I have felt has missed that I've missed, but wasn't ready until now, right. To receive that message and to receive and understand how to implement it and focus and implement it into my life, all parts of my life, not just one part. And that's the other thing I think that's important for women to understand is that your life is all the parts, not just the part where you're the wife or the mother or the business person or the, all the roles you may play in your life. It's all, if you, if you intentionally disconnect them from each other, your whole body will be disconnected. Your whole mind will be disconnected. And that is exactly what was happening to me because that's sort of how I was brought up in my career being at the age I am. It was that way. You, you're this way when you're here. You're this way when you're here. You're this way. But now this whole process has been like, here's who I am. Here's how we operate in the world. And all of these things flow into me. And mm, I just I love that. So, yeah. so beautiful. Let me ask you a question. I get a lot of women asking that, or, or actually afraid of doing intuitive work. Mm-hmm. So I know that you were not afraid to step into this work. What would you say to the working woman entrepreneur that wants to develop their intuition, but they're afraid? How would you address that? What would you say to them? Yeah, I would, I would say that it, it sometimes feels scary to let go, right? It sometimes feels really scary to surrender. But if you've had this feeling inside of you, is that gut feeling that we were talking about at the beginning of podcast that there's something else or that you need to tap into something it's just take a little step forward and then take the next step and then the next step and the next step because it really has again opened up and given me language and context on how to live like live our lives and how we want to live because I'll be honest, we have all of these things coming at us, social media, the interwebs, all the things that are trying to prime and prep us for what kind of businesswoman we should be and how we should be living our lives. And we fall into these traps of, well, she's doing it that way and she's doing it that way. And why isn't it working for this? Well, once you're able to like surrender all that, all that external noise, get quiet with yourself and look inside and do the work. It's scary. Do the work and just take a little step forward, another little step and another little step. You will, your feet become so grounded. You, it's just, the clarity is unbelievable and so, so worth it. And it's okay because, and there's a lot of cleansing. I know we've been through cleansing processes. There's a lot of cleansing and there's a lot of emotional baggage and a lot of like guilt and things like that, that just get released and give you the space to just move forward and release all of that and let all that go. And it's just worth it. It's just worth it because it is, you deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. And you're, you're, body, 
the universe is trying to give you the message. It wants to play with you. It wants to help you live your very best joyful life. Just be open to receiving. That's my biggest advice is like, if you just take a moment and just be open to receiving just in little tiny, even if it's just a little window of receiving five minutes a day, that five minutes a day gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And you will say, you'll just see bigger changes in your life that are meaningful meaningful. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love working with you. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yes. Uh, Tina, you have, you have, again, like I've said, you've given me clarity. You've helped me. um, I've had business coaching. I've done all of the things in all of these different, you know, pathways. And this was the last thing that just helped close the circle and, and make all of the energies work together, all of the knowledge work together. And it's just been, it's changed my life. And I just am so grateful for you. Well, I'm grateful for you too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Share with the listeners where they can find you and your beautiful work. Yes. Okay. So I am at indigojadeart.com. So if you start there at that website, you you can find all of the other places in social and YouTube. And um, my superpower is to teach and share and create art that makes you feel good. So I love it. That's me. Thank you so (laughs) much, Lisa. This was awesome. Thank you for sharing. And I know you have such big things to do and with intuition always by your side, like a trusted friend, I know how much you will share with others as well. So thank you. Thank you, Tina. Thanks for having me. 